Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Complete Geeks podcast. Um, hopefully back and not going to disappear again and with me we've got Bob and Organic. Uh, hey hey, so, what's up? Uh, start with Bob, what have you been up to? Uh, actually a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, I started uh, watching season 2 of Mindhunter on Netflix. I don't know, have you either one of you seen that show? I've heard of it. I think the missus watches it, but I've not. Yeah, it's pretty much it's like the start of the FBI and going over and profiling like serial killers, and so season two picks up right where season one left off. And yeah, that's I mean, what I usually happens. Um, usually, it's like a it's a drama, so usually it's just them going to different prisons and profiling all these killers, trying to catch ones ahead of time before they you know, kill and maim people again. So it's just them cycling through and actually like profiling the people and discovering their MOs and consistent things in between them. And so, yeah, it's pretty interesting. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Then, uh, I started playing Yakuza zero again and later on in the news, I'll bring up why, but I'm really excited about it. And creaming your little panties. I know, you can tell he's getting a little chubby there. I'm stupid excited about it. And then uh, uh, I tried 10 minutes or so of uh, No Man's Sky VR. All right, how'd that go? Oh, that was, it's excellent. Once you get all the controls changed around, because when you start out, it's like the, that like motion, like the locomotion controls, where you like, you have to like aim and then it trans, like teleport. Yeah, Yeah. but you can change in the settings. To go is over in controller or move or <clears throat> both or both right. so nice. uh yeah and so you can change it from teleporting to uh just regular settings and so that's what i did once i changed it around to regular settings it was fantastic and it's the same principle but it's neat because like when you have your hands like you're pretty much your hands are doing all the movements instead of you just scrolling through a menu so you're actually using like i was using move controllers and so you were moving around, going to different sections of it. Nice. Did Did you try out both ways to play it, or just the move right now? No, I tried. I tried both ways. So the move, the move was like the teleport, which was okay. I liked the way you cycle through menus, but I didn't like the teleporting. And then I switched over to controller, and that was just free reign where you use the controller and then you move with your head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably use controller. I think. Yeah, just don't like that teleporting shit. Doom does the teleporting stuff. Yeah, hated it. And I know some people get like motion sickness from like doing the other way, just with a controller and a headset. But I get motion sick. I get disoriented when I have to use like the teleporting stuff because it's like jarring because I'm not paying attention. Like I could be looking to my left and it's like, oh, going this way, and next thing you know, I'm trying to get my bearings, trying to figure out where I'm at. So having one smooth motion, just using my head as the Radical makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's pretty much been my week. How about you, organic? Um, I've actually pretty interesting week uh, game wise. Hmm. I started Devil May Cry Five. Nice. Since it came to Game Pass, it is the first Devil May Cry I've played since the original. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was a lot of fun. Plays really well. So definitely see why it could be. Uh. Big game for game of the year. So, I'll probably do some little play sessions of that for the next few weeks. See how I 
kind of adapt to everything. Nice. And then also I started No Man's Sky on Xbox One because I don't have the PS4 version. That is a daunting game. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of content they added to it from when I first played it. Yeah, I played, what is it, just the, the building mode, so I don't think I can die at the moment. I just wanted to kind of explore the controls a bit. But I had no no idea the scope and scale of that game. Yeah, it's of blasting off to the first planet, and I think I did the the hyper speed for that was a good fifteen minutes, and found another planet, and it looked looked within reach, and then it said I would be there in like three days, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. I can see that. You just leave your Xbox on and come back. Like, you're just walking by with a cup of coffee. Like, oh, two days left. Yeah, and then I, I think it's the right trigger is the normal speed, and I didn't realize that the right bumper, I think, is a boosted speed. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, didn't didn't play too much of it. I just kind of want to see what it looked like. It's, it's total night and day difference on what it looked like originally versus what it looks like now. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you can you can definitely tell there's there's some polish, but still, what they they're able to pull off in that game is pretty nuts. Absolutely. Um, the only thing I haven't figured out some of the controls seem weird the way they're mapped, um, especially like looking at the galaxy map. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like even cycling through some of the menus is not super intuitive. Yeah. And then, other than that, I saw two amazing movies this weekend. Hmm. Um, I will start with the first one that I thought was going to be a painful mess. I saw the Dora Explorer movie <laughs> with my daughter. <laughs> oh, like I had to add that in. Well, I had to see it a second time with her, so. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the first time looked like a Gallagher show. People in front of me were just covered in plastic. <laughs> no, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> um no that that movie is really clever um my niece used to watch um dora a ton Mm. and just the way they they intertwined it with the references to the show and the cartoon and all that (laughs) really clever and there was a scene that showed the kids that it's fun to hallucinate on drugs (laughs) oh well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and my daughter's favorite part of the movie after she came out of the theater was seeing the naked guy's butt. Oh, man. And I'm like, great. <laughs> You're like, great. 10 out of 10. Yeah, and then um, last night was pretty quiet on the game side, so I started John Wick 3 Parabellum. Nice. And I would say that's probably my top movie of the year right now. Which is crazy, crazy to think, but man, that that movie serves its purpose so well. It's understandable. I mean, it's you wouldn't think that it would be as you're like, what else could they do to make it even more visceral? And there was a couple of times where I was watching that movie where I actually had to like turn my head because I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and just I love a movie that you don't have to know everything about that world. You're just mm-hmm. seeing kind of like through the looking glass of okay, this is the moments you're seeing. And it's okay if you don't understand everything else. Yeah. And every every scene filmed, the cinematography in that, every placement of every prop is there for a reason. Yep. 
yeah, it's it's very well done, and like especially a lot of the extending shots where they're just rolling shots of no quick cuts or anything. That's what I liked about those movies a lot. There wasn't any kind of quick cuts to like mask some of the fighting and stuff like that. Everything is just stationary camera or slightly moving camera, and it's like everything is up in your face. And so, and so much of it's practical too. Right. That get you excited for Matrix Four? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually plan on going to see. I think the first Matrix comes out in the AMC theaters this upcoming weekend for the twentieth anniversary. I, my question is: Is it going to be? Is it going to take place after three, or is it going <laughs> to? I was I was watching a bunch of shit about that, and I don't know if you remember the last scene of what was it Revelations. Or revolutions, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, was that the one where I had the CGI um, like dancing around a pole fighting a hundred? No, nah, that was Smiths. the second one reloaded. No, right. yeah. that's the la- that's the last point that, I watched. That scene off at that scene. did not age well a year after that movie came out. <laughs> even even when I was watching it, I was like, man, he looks like a fucking gummy bear. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but, so you didn't miss much toast. <laughs> Yeah, so at the end of the third one, I think it was where the machines and the humans or whatever decided to have a truce. She, The Oracle sat down with the architect within the Matrix and said, hey, how long is this going to last? And I think he or she said, well, we'll see. And then that little Indian girl came up to her and was like, are we going to see Neo again? And she said, "I like I'd imagine so. So I'm, I'm guessing it'll somehow come out I, after did, those events. But did did either one of you play? Uh, I think it came out for original Xbox, the Path of Neo, the video game. I remember a little bit about that game. So yeah. the end of that is some hot bullshit. Like they pretty much like go to a white screen and like these two like characters are sitting on the screen, which were supposed to represent like the Wachowski brothers at the time, and they were just like, "Here's what the scene would look like if Neo didn't die." And it's literally just like cut together scenes from the movie of people cheering and playing "We Are the Champions" in the background. Like <laughs> I shit you not, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what kind of happy horse shit is this? <laughs> Don't yeah. know if I played that one. I think I played one where you were two other characters. Enter the Matrix. Yep. Yeah. That's that was I Jada played. Pickett Smith, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a. That was also a terrible fucking game. Yeah, yeah, I remember them saying Path of Neo. That's it's actually a pretty good Matrix game. Yeah, wasn't too bad. Uh, anything else? Anything else on your end? No, not really. What about you, no. Toast? Uh, well, I got a PC. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> to- Toast becomes PC. Not politically yep. correct. Just a little yeah, bitch no. with a black box. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm surprised he's talking uh, to us because we're a bunch of fucking peasants now. <laughs> I've been playing like Sea of Thieves on it and nice. uh, like cross plays it's pretty good seamless sort of thing and I don't think I can go back I still play my co-op stuff and multiplayer stuff on the Xbox but mm-hmm. when it comes to like any of these single player games that come out or anything I can do cross play I'll be doing that I I mean, if you spend the money for it, I don't see why why you wouldn't get your money's worth out of it. You know what I mean? On the next episode, Organics looking for a new game share partner. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what kind of PC did you get? 
an HP Omen build. Ooh. That's like their gaming range. Uh, nice. I could have saved a bunch by building it myself, but I didn't trust that. Plus, I was too impatient. Understand. Uh, uh, part of it was getting being able to record this episode as well factored in it a little bit. It's like if I was going to build a thing, I wouldn't be able to record for however many weeks until I got fucking that sorted. Yeah. Uh, Very nice. I mean, have you played anything else outside of Sea of Thieves on it? Did you try like Destiny 2 or anything like that or no? Uh, I was playing Metro Exodus. Okay. Uh, like, because that like, game pass ultimate means right. anything. That, like I've got it for both, so uh, yeah, ray tracing and whatever the fuck hair FX is and all that sort of shit. Uh, it just looks good. That's nice. all I know. It's cool. And just aiming is fucking so much better using a mouse. Because you you said you came up on like PC gaming for the most part, right? Yeah, it was yeah. like halfway through the three sixty. I went over to the console. And okay. Just going back to using. A mouse for shooters is fucking amazing. Right. So this next, I know they support keyboard on the Xbox, but I've not really looked into it too much. But next gen, if they don't support a mouse, I'm probably going to hold off. Because as far as I know, the X will still support shit uh, going forward a little bit. Right. Uh, so I won't be in as much a rush to get like the top end Xbox, I don't think. Now Bob, did you ever play anything on PC? Uh, OG Quake. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, not not an extreme amount of stuff. Like I said, just mainly OG Quake. Uh, some of the stuff I'll some of the, a lot of the older stuff that has really shitty ports on consoles. I'll play on PC. Okay, yeah, yeah. I used to play the original Wolfenstein, just mm-hmm. funny, which was a bootleg copy that I got from my neighbor cop. <laughs> but but I will agree with uh, I'll agree with Toast on that. Like using a mouse and keyboard when it comes to that stuff, just. For the fact that it's a one-one control with your, you know, you're not, you're not going over and looking at your thumb like, please work fucking correctly. It's just your mouse is just all one big knee-jerk movement, and so especially playing something like Quake where it's all, all run and gun for the most part. Yeah, I was talking to Toast a little bit about this this week that the last time I really was into PC gaming was Unreal Tournament, which I think sure. was around like 2001, 2002 yeah. or so, but. My biggest problem, I'm left-handed, so oh, the standard down. mapping for any game is just really backwards for me, and I hate right. remapping. So you don't play, like, do you play normally? Like, do you just play, like, a normal, like, right-hand mouse, or no? Uh, no, I've, I've always done the mouse. I've just adapted to using the same button configuration, just with my right. left hand. <laughs> but it's the keyboard and hand position that gets me. Right. Now, now with you were saying you were playing on stuff on Game Pass, Toast. Uh, yeah. So how does it work? How does Game Pass work on PC? Because I haven't seen it. Is it one of those things where you just like click on the title and it streams, or do you like actually like install the title and then you're able to play it? No, you install it. It's okay. just like Xbox app. You open up and it shows you everything that's available for download, sort of thing. Nice. Or in the Microsoft <clears throat> Store, it will say as well if it's available. Uh, on Game Pass sort of thing. Nice. Uh, but everything, uh, we fucking talk about Epic Launcher and all that sort of stuff, like I've got stuff on Steam, and, uh, I actually installed Fortnite just to see what the launcher was like, mm-hmm. but 
everything just goes into the one launcher thing for me, like the GeForce experience. Uh, okay. I think that's basically because I've got an nice. NVIDIA graphics yeah. card. Anything I launch goes into there sort of thing. And uh, if I wanted that you can like one click optimize your game settings and all that. Because it knows, like obviously, your gra- it scans your PC and it just boots it up and changes the settings for you. Nice. Now, did the Omen come with a keyboard and mouse? No, uh, I went for the cheapest, well-reviewed fucking gaming sort of mouse and keyboard combo, which is like a Logitech something. Oh, the G series, I guess. Sixty, yeah, around about sixty for the pair. Whereas if you're looking at like mechanical gaming keyboards, it's like fucking two fifty, uh, just oh. for that. Yeah. I, so I wasn't going to make that investment straight away, but mm-hmm. I, I love mechanical keyboards. <laughs> mechanical keyboards, just the the sheer like I'm, I'm good with them for about like an hour or two, and then I the clacking gets to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never what? used one, but I'd imagine the gaming ones have got something to sort of silence it a little bit. I don't think they do from all the ones I've seen. Mm. Those PC Try. people, man, they, they want to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, what kind of graphics card is it running? Uh, RTX 2070. Ooh. Uh, nice. It's not top end. I think the eighties are basically towards the top end. Uh, so, but it's not the bottom end either. Right. Just something you... like the biggest thing is it's easily upgradable sort of thing. Uh, this case that I've got, uh, so mm-hmm. you can just stick RAM in, swap graphics cards, and all that sort of stuff whenever. Nice. Uh, it's just a button on the side to pop this whole side panel off, and then you get access instead of having to unscrew anything or any shit like that. Sweet. Now, is this your first time owning? Is this your first time in a while owning a tower, or is it? Or did you have a tower before this? Ah well, I had the last middle of the three sixty gen was the last time I had a tower. Oh shit! So <laughs> that wasn't like a gaming tower. That was just a fucking tower that I'd ripped apart and put gaming parts in. Nice. Uh, so all this color shit is weird to get used to. <laughs> Looks like the form factor was still pretty small though. Yeah, it's a normal size tower. It's maybe even a little bit shorter, I'd say. Uh, well, the towers I remember, I don't know what fucking towers are like nowadays, to be honest. Uh, but you can have it up on a desk and all that if you want. Like, it's not too big for that. I don't know. You, d- you don't want to see the towers that Bob and I grew up with. <laughs> they look like fucking mini fridges. <laughs> the old compact presarios. Oh, man. The, the gateway. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh shit! And here's oh. where Toast's connection drops. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, time to go. Um, <laughs> can you hear me? Oh, I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, I'm leaving. Uh, did yeah. you have anything else other than beat your meat to that? Uh, gears pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This <laughs> was a good show, guys. Yeah, it was good. good. It was nice to see you guys. We'll end episode seven here. <laughs> hey, how yes. is it? I've been I've been playing games like just while watching stuff uh, with the missus on TV and shit. It's just one of these sort of manage your energy card based games. Mm. So like you you've got cards that will cost five energy and cards that will cost two and all that sort of shit, and you just need to destroy the fucking enemy base at the other side of the map. Yeah. It's decent. It's not <laughs> terrible. It doesn't throw shit in your face to make you spend money or anything like that. 
That's good. So it's not like a pay-to-win scenario. It's just a pick and play. I think Hearthstone's probably the closest thing to it. Okay. Because you're attacking the master card thing, aren't you, on Hearthstone? And then everything you play has energy cost and all that shit. Hmm. So it's just a Gears version of Hearthstone, basically. Neat. Uh, You just little chibi, like, pop characters. Yeah. (laughs) But it's decent. Uh I mean, for fucking for free, you can't complain. Like I don't normally play mobile games, but right. I'd say this is probably a cut above the jet, like usual sort of stuff. Like it's at that sort of Hearthstone level, instead right. of being at the fucking shitty things that you see on Instagram fucking ads. Do you think we're gonna see any other Funko Pop Microsoft games coming out here in the near future? Well, the obvious one would be doing a. Halo want to launch alongside Halo but I don't know what I don't think they'd have success unless they change the gameplay and I don't know what they'd change it to because like this whole Hearthstone formula seems like probably the best way, I don't know how they could make it I've never played any of the Hitman Go games or Tomb Raider Go or whatever but uh, Hitman Go was really good, that was probably the last mobile game that I dedicated some time to I played a lot of of uh, Tomb Raider Go, and yeah, it was excellent. But if, is that, if that's a different thing from the sort of Hearthstone yeah. formula, then maybe they go that way with another Microsoft game or something. But that would actually that would actually work really well with Halo, like the isometric view and having a certain move set and getting around it. Yeah. Now you said kind of launching hand in hand with Halo. Is it? I mean pretty divisive on what people thought of the Funko Pop. Was it a good idea for them having this game so close to like Gears 5 news? I just think it's it benefits both by building the hype. Like, if you're a Gears fan, you'd give this a try, I'd say. Like, it's worth installing, so, and then it gets you more hyped for the game coming out, what, next well, less, a week or something? Yeah, there. something like that. It's really, really close. Yeah. Uh, Whereas uh, if this was just launched totally on its own, people would install it. I can see them tying in some stupid thing where if you play this mobile game, you get a skin in-game sort of thing, and if you complete horde mode or some shit in the actual game, then you get fucking coins to transfer to this thing to upgrade your cards and all that shit. Yeah, that's a... That's an, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, but you're totally right. It would be like a harmless way to... Crossplay. <laughs> I, I could just say we're gonna launch it in Gears Gears Five Horde mode, and I look over and there's Toast as a Funko character. Right. I just <laughs> I just waiting for. Hold on, guys. Gotta get my coins. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, let's do this. I'll <laughs> so be playing Gears on my PC for the aiming benefit. Right. I don't even care about the graphics stuff to be honest. Like it, it looks nice, obviously, but you get used to whatever you're playing in. Like right. so, that doesn't mm-hmm. last too long. It's just the fucking aiming that makes such a difference for me. Uh, it would be unfair. Like I wouldn't go into verses, like with a group of you guys, because then use it to probably hate it because it would mean you'd be playing as other PC people, and I don't know for a fact just aiming like. It's just shit crossplay, but things like Horde and Story Co-op and stuff like that would be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... 
yeah, there's no, as much as I don't play with that style of play, I, I can't argue that it's not a really, really good way to play in terms of, especially precision aiming. Yeah, like Sea of Thieves, the other thing, it's kind of infuriating. Uh, mm. to, I think it's to balance out crossplay. Like, uh, whenever I aim down sight, my movement is fucking slowed to like 25% of what it normally is. Hmm. So oh, that's weird. Ping yeah. shit off. It's frustrating, but you—I mean—you get used to it. And I'm not in there for the PvP, so it doesn't make a difference for me. Right. Uh, now, now is it is it slow too for controller or no? No, that's oh. just like I was playing with my brother on console, so he's got his standard thing. Right. But it's just so I can't aim in and fucking ping off headshots with a sniper rifle. I'm guessing, oh. like between targets and all that sort of stuff. And, that that's cool and all, but that's super jarring. Like I could imagine, you would get used to it after a bit, but it's still gotta be jarring at first trying to get something down. Is it that yeah, way if you're not doing crossplay? Uh, I don't know. I've not played on my own. Like I went into the game just to test. I was overclocking my graphics card, mm-hmm. nice. so just checking out the frame rate bumps and all that stuff. But I never actually paid attention to it until I was actually. And my brother's game doing crossplay, like, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. Weird. Uh, anything? Think, anything else outside of that? I think that's been about it. Uh, <laughs> not really been on the Xbox much at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to boot up. Well, I was tempted to get looking at No Man's Sky on sale on the PlayStation just to try VR, but then I remembered like I fucking played two days or something worth on Xbox and then moved on like it didn't grab me at all <laughs> I was saying so. toast time what's that like two days toast time so that's like what'd you play like 46 hours worth of <laughs> No Man's Sky <laughs> like two two or three hour sessions probably oh, okay. like the first session when I was in there the second session it was already getting born yeah uh, that's the one thing I will say when yeah, I agree with that. No Man's Sky can get repetitive. Like, I see myself playing it and wanting to play it, but I don't see myself dumping, like, massive amounts of time that some people say they're going to on it. Yeah. Yeah, it So now we move on to the fucking highlight. Any collections? Oh, uh... <laughs> so, I, uh... I picked up an Ultimate Crash Bandicoot figure. <laughs> Has different faces right. and, like, a little Aku Aku mask and stuff. Wait, um, wait, where? What? Who makes that one? NECA. Okay. Yeah, I can send you a link to it after this. <laughs> and then, uh, I, <laughs> I finally pulled the trigger and put away enough money. I backed Unicron. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually going to get fulfilled or not, but yeah. I oh, it will get filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I finally did that, and then, on the Lego side, I picked up uh some of the lego hidden side sets which is like kind of i wouldn't say like a horror theme but it's like a weird like halloween like spooky theme but the neat part about them is that they have uh ar app that attaches to them so pretty much like you buy the set you build it and then you line up the you line up like your phone with it and it actually builds like a whole entire scene around the set and has like a couple mini games with it and stuff i thought that was pretty neat oh nice yeah but yeah, that's pretty much it. Light on the pickup side because obviously I've backed freaking Unicron. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it on my end. Any of you guys pick up anything? 
Nope. <laughs> uh, I just picked up the 35th anniversary of the Ghostbusters soundtrack. That nice. finally came. Oh, and what's uh, what's special about that one? Like, Everything. It's Ghostbusters. <laughs> Uh, no, I th- I think it's the first time in a long time that it, the actual movie score and not the soundtrack has been released. Nice. And the vinyls are clear with um, a greenish slime at the that's, insert. That's cool. But pa- packaging's really nice. Um, got some little books that kind of detail the making of the movie in there. Very cool. Yeah. But other than that, not really. I- there's a few things that came out print-wise, but just didn't pull the trigger on them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Toast, did the, uh, did the game make you want to buy Gears Pops now? Since you're playing this? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start mailing them shits to you. <laughs> nah, I've seen how much a slippery slope that can be. And they fucking, they do absolutely everything pop, so they yep. just cripple you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Tony, it's really funny because it's like, you know, you ask Tony on Discord and it's like, when are you going to stop? And it's like, never. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's been pretty much it on, on my end. How about, uh, do we have any news or anything we want to discuss? Uh, oh, yours has been fucking hard about shit all week in Discord, so. <laughs> as well get into that. All right. Organic, you want to go first? <laughs> no, you can go, Bob. I need, oh, I need to free free my mind a bit. Uh, all right, so uh, so as as told earlier, I started playing Yakuza Zero again, and one of the reasons why I started playing it again because Sega announced that Yakuza three, four, and five, uh, the remasters, are coming out for PlayStation Four, and so the digital versions of them they're being released at different times. But Yakuza 3, the day that they announced that Yakuza 3 got released digitally that day, and then Yakuza 4 comes out in October, and Yakuza 5 comes out February 11th. And February 11th, the day that Yakuza 5 comes out, they're releasing a physical copy of it. And so I was just going apeshit. New new localizations, uh, they added all the content that was cut from Yakuza 3, like the hostess clubs and things like that that were originally cut from the PlayStation 3 version. All the games are going to run at uh, 1080p, 60 frames a second. So, yeah, pretty much it's going to be... I've just been fucking ecstatic over it. <laughs> uh, still, like, I liked Yakuza. I just never put... Well, I fucking put a lot of time in it, but I still never finished it. Right. Uh, and the only thing that stopped me doing it is I've not picked up the next ones yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like we we're talking about the price through the right. week. The price for that new collection is fifty, I think. So you're getting three games. Yep. Whereas the price for number two is forty, I think mm. it was, or thirty. And it just doesn't like when I see that you can get three better right. quality versions, sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of puts me off. Um, right. So if that goes on sale and I buy it, then I might dive back in and work my way through them, sort of like sequentially. But yeah, I just. Uh, because the big thing for me why I'm so excited about this because these all have been released in Japan already and Sega has been keeping it close to the chest on whether or not they were actually going to release them here. And Sega recently like has been actually listening to a lot, a lot of fan outcry and a lot of fan support. And it's one of the cases where they're going over and advertising this stuff like, hey, if you guys help us, like we can help you if you 
make sales really good for this or like not asking for like astronomical specific numbers or anything like that but they're just saying like if you guys can get sales going for this like it will help us make or bring over other stuff like show interest in it and people have been showing interest in it and instead of just saying like no we're not going to do it they just don't say anything until they actually have a chance to like release it sooner than later and then like i said with this they announce it and they release yakuza 3 the same day which i think is freaking awesome yeah seconds having a hell of a year yeah yeah but yeah that's pretty much what it, <laughs> that's pretty much I what actually see the why was the hostess stuff cut it was i think it was a lot of uh they were afraid that it was going to be like too much for american audiences like in terms Got of it. in terms of like graphic content quote unquote they just thought it was like too weird or they wouldn't understand it so they end up cutting it out and then they changed a lot of the translation stuff too and so a lot of people were really upset about it and so that was a cool selling point is that all of these have been all the translations are getting updated and all the content's coming back into it yeah because i mean that zero when i played had all the hostess stuff but i'm guessing that came out long after yeah the playstation 3 stuff came out so. right and after that because it got yakuza 3 like it did get a huge backlash because a lot of people were just like why why are why are you releasing a broken game and why are you so afraid about it like it wasn't going to get like an nc-17 rating or anything like that or adults only rating for video games and so it was it was very strange on their part and i think they were just more like just trying to cover their ass rather than releasing the content and this time yeah. around they were just like okay people know that this stuff is in japan because even yakuza 4 and 5 were not hacked or anything like that yeah because it's not fucking a big deal at all i'd no. say i'd say the the worst thing is what is the thing i found towards the end of yakuza uh the fucking like brand panty wrestling or whatever yeah. it's called yeah there's there's a lot weirder shit in the game that you're just like why was this cut but then this wasn't cut <laughs> Yeah, because so like for people that don't know, the hostess stuff is just you running a club and you assign like different girls to different tables based on what the customer wants. If they want chat, a chatty girl, or if they want a friendly girl or a sexy girl, but nothing actually happens graphically. It's just you playing a mini game, assigning people and managing their energy for a shift sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Whereas the brand panty thing, it's like you're going in and you're betting on fucking what girl you want to see win and then it's like very scantily clad dressed wrestling right. sort of stuff and and for somebody like your perspective you're coming into it like you know you started playing yakuza zero and so you're used to seeing that kind of stuff but then if you played the if you went back and played the playstation 3 version of yakuza 3 you're like okay i'm expecting x y and z and then you get there and you're like this is weird how come none of this stuff is included and you start diving into it and you're like well this is some bullshit and yeah yeah, it's, and then the cool thing about the physical copy of it, because I'm gonna buy the physical copy, obviously, is that in the U.S. Yakuza Five was only released digital. So they to help complete like your PlayStation Three collection, the physical copy of it is gonna come with a blank PS3, like an empty PS3 case of Yakuza Five, like with the artwork and everything all done up, so it actually can like fit on your shelf and. Yeah, actually, it looks like you have the complete collection on PlayStation 3 as well as PS4. So, yeah, that's pretty much my news. I've been, I've been sitting there <laughs> foaming at the mouth over. <laughs> How about you, Organic? Um, yeah, what I was going to talk about was 
um, the D23 Expo going on right now. Mm-hmm. And then... See, mo- like, when you brought this up, I thought they were talking about a dice. That's how, <laughs> out of touch I am. <laughs> you've, you've had a busy couple weeks, so we understand. Why is it 23, though? Like, is it the 23rd year of something? No. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Disney can name any kind of shit they want, and I still <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> but they have the expo going on that's kind of going over everything that they're working on from Disney Plus to the MCU to Star Wars, animated movies for the upcoming few years. And the big news that I thought was Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider Man being out of the MCU as of right now. And what yeah. that does to both uh, the MCU and Spider-Man as a standalone. Yeah, they unfollowed Sony or something. On, yeah, I seen on. some stupid story. Yeah, that's 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 the generation we live in. Oh shit! Oh my god, he, un- <laughs> he unfollowed us. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, he unfollowed him on Instagram. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. No. This is this is the case of two gigantic companies wanting more money, and neither one of them coming to agreement. So they both want to take their balls and go home. <laughs> yeah, a slight aside, but still, why we're still talking about Tom Holland? Mm-hmm. Is he's lost his fucking well, he's Uncharted's lost its director. Yeah, he was meant to be in that, so he's getting fucked by Sony a few different ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that Uncharted, that's. How many shit. directors and writers have they lost? Uh, fuck knows. It seems like that. it's <laughs> been the movie that's going to be made forever since I've. Fucking, right. Uh, just keeps getting put off. Uh, it's it's yeah because every time yeah every time they think they're ready to get the ball rolling, somebody drops out, and I think it's yeah that's like you said one of those movies that's going to get lost in limbo, and by the time they release it, it's not going to be relevant anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and I, yeah, especially I mean, with Tom Holland becoming the bigger actor, that I right. imagine he doesn't have time in the schedule. Right. No, it's I, it, it's funny because like I've been on Twitter, I've been ranting about the whole entire thing because everybody thinks that Sony's like this little indie baby studio that Disney's picking on, and I'm just like, no, they're just as you know, everybody's like, fuck Disney, blah blah blah, you know, we don't. We're not how to. We're gonna boycott them, and then they release the, they do D twenty three, and everybody's like, well, "Fuck Disney!" And then they show the trailer for the Mandalorian, and everybody's just sitting there like, "Disney's not that bad." And they're like, "Disney Plus is eight dollars a month," and everybody's right back on the Disney bandwagon again. It's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and, and either way, Spider Man goes, I I think it'll survive. I I don't know how much longer Tom Holland. And that Spider-Man is going to go on with it, right? Well, go ahead, Toast. You were going to say something. Yeah, I'm. Am I like the only person that doesn't like Tom Holland as much as the last guy? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) is that a yes? Yeah, I. I like I like both of them. I like both of them, but both of them have different aspects of them. Like, let's let's rank our three Peter Parkers here. Uh, uh, the last guy, okay. this current guy, and I guess the only other one I've seen. So Andrew Garfield, your... Tom Holland, and then uh, Tobey Maguire. Yep. Okay. 
I would have to go with Tom Holland, uh, Andrew Garfield, then Tobey Maguire. Yep. I I would put Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield pretty equal. Yeah. I think for for its time, I think Tobey Maguire played a better Peter Parker, but I think Andrew Garfield played a better Spider-Man. Okay. Yep. I can agree with that. I just think if that last guy, Garfield, was in these Marvel ones, it would have been better. It would have been it would have been definitely different. And I like the I like the shtick and the attitude that Andrew Garfield has as Spider Man. Like the almost like the cocky overconfidence that he had. I can I can tell you a really funny story about Amazing Spider Man too. Uh oh. The one with Electro. Yeah. This was uh, a couple weeks after my daughter was born, I believe. But the company I work for, it's a big pet company, that we paid uh, some advertising firm a shit ton of money to have our products in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. <clears throat> so my company rented out one of the movie theater screens downtown and invited all of the company to come watch the movie so we could see where the product was. And I, I ended up passing out because obviously I had a newborn at home, so... I fell asleep within the first few minutes of the movie and I wake up at the end and the product wasn't even in the movie. So everyone at the company had to go through the punishment of watching that. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and that's what like going back to, like you said, like punishment of watching it. Uh, when people talk about, you know, Sony was doing fine uh, before the MCU and blah, blah, blah. Sony was the one that considered Amazing Spider-Man 2 a flop, and critically, it was a fucking terrible movie. So, Sony themselves put themselves, you know, they put themselves in the situation where it was like, hey, we should partner up with the MCU, and they can make us a bunch of money. And then, all of a sudden, once they make them a bunch of money, then it's like, Disney's like, hey, we helped you, so we should just split the cost of everything. And Sony's just like, no, we're not splitting the cost. You already made us a fucking billion dollars, and we made Into the Spider-Verse, which... Everybody totes is the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. I disagree with that. It's the greatest Miles Morales Spider-Man movie ever made, but not the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, I, I think from an animated perspective of that movie and just the the concepts that they used amazed me, but I I don't put it above anything else. Yeah, and that's the thing. I everybody... mean, I dread to ask this, but what's the best Spider-Man movie ever made? I would, it, for me, it's a close tie between Far From Home and Spider Man 2. Far From Home, the brand new one? Yeah, and Spider Man yeah. 2. I enjoyed oh. Spider Man 2. Yeah. Um, man. <laughs> you like Spider Man I mean, 3, don't this you? is only meant to be part of this news, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I may go with Homecoming. Okay. Um, Spider-Man 2 is also up there. I don't think it holds up nearly as well as I thought it would have. Right. But there's there's a lot of good concepts from Spider-Man 2. A lot of campy elements that I like. But uh, (laughs) Toast is right. Moving on. (laughs) If not, we'll talk about Toast will be murdering us for about talking a whole other fucking podcast about this. Um, So the D23 Expo, was there any other highlights that you saw that you were like, holy crap. Um, I, I would say the big ones that stand out is the Rise of Skywalker poster was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, conceptually, I think it's a really 
neat poster. Is it just like Luke turned slightly away with his uh, lightsaber held up? Nope. Provocatively. Couldn't be. Couldn't be further wrong. <laughs> Damn it. It'd be really funny if he was right on the money though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he just was like, "Fuck you, toast." Like an interactive three D like one. So when yeah. you walk past it, like the light saber unsheaths, and it just looks like he's got a big rager. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it's. Uh, Why don't you make posters, toast? How come that's not your primary? <laughs> it's Ray. Ray has her lightsaber out. Kylo has his. They're going face to face, like they're mid fight, and, and the emperor's and, in the whole background. And when you walk by it, it does look like they unsheath like they're. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks. I have. It looks awesome. The new. The new poster definitely is an improvement over the other ones, and it just looks. It's very imposing. Like it. It definitely stands out. Yeah, it's every it's, other Star Wars a movie. Christmas release. Is it? What's that? Is this a Christmas release? Yeah, December twentieth. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, every other movie in this new kind of saga, or I guess the finishing of the story, mm-hmm. the posters were all tailored to what the original trilogy looked like. And right. this is the first one that's kind of branched off into its own thing. Yeah, because especially since the original two, like, you know, Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi, they had, like, red backgrounds. And, like, this is very, like, almost like a homage to it, but it's all blue and has various different things that are totally different than the other ones. And so... It's like, okay, cool, we're actually switching it up and making it its own individual Star Wars movie as opposed to, like, hey, did you like this? We should watch, You should watch this. Yeah, and then the other thing that caught my eye was the Mandalorian series coming out from John yeah, Favreau. That, did you watch the trailer for it? Yeah, I was yeah. blown away on how much, obviously, money they're throwing into this thing. And if anybody watched it, I think they would say it was a movie and not a series yeah definitely a lot of you see a lot of a good mix between cgi and practical effects and stuff i feel like such a fucking tart when i talk to you is what is mandalorian should i know um, what it's a <laughs> you're fine dude <laughs> it's all good no worries. we're here to uh, learn man right yeah exactly um it, the mandalorian is a uh pretty much boba fett is a mandalorian uh like a bounty hunter and right but the Mandalorian is just like a series like that takes place in the Star Wars universe. There's not a whole lot of plot stuff released about it yet, but it's just pretty much like a Mandalorian bounty hunter that's going through. Like we don't, you know, we don't know if it's like somebody that we're supposed to know or if it's a new character or not. But they just showed off the trailer showing off like general like plot of like okay, this Mandalorian is a bounty hunter and showing off the different practical effects and CGI that they're using and it's. It's big budget stuff. Like Disney's definitely dumping a lot of money into it for a series. Right. So does his name come from like the planet they come from? Yeah, Mandalore. Something? Yep. Right. And so yeah, the yeah, so that's the planet that they're from. I mean, I think it was three or four years ago now that I actually watched Star Wars. <laughs> like went back and <laughs> fucking watched them because they weren't a big deal for right. as I was growing up. So or went out like around the mass or group. Nobody really cared uh, <laughs> so it's all pretty new to me like since then i've been up to date like right. everything that comes out i've watched and stuff but it's funny i still the, don't know all the ins and outs that's a, and that's, a like. that's a benefit of having different aspects of what we're good at you're gonna get a lot of fucking star wars information say <laughs> say bob bob <laughs> and i grew up with Ghostbusters and ninja turtles and yeah <laughs> <laughs> first time i saw a new hope it was when it was re-released in theaters and 
I don't know if you know this toast, but George Lucas had a a very bad habit of editing and changing all of his movies. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. I've been listening to another podcast series actually. It's all about a guy that's never seen any of them and a guy that loves them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And he like watches them and then goes on a Skype call with the guy and discusses his points and stuff oh. and like he didn't mind the prequels as much, obviously, because they're brand new to him. Like, but they didn't have any prior knowledge or love for it. Whereas yep. the guy that's the expert fucking despises everything he's saying about it. Yeah, and it, it, it's funny because like you talk about that kind of stuff. Like, my I saw the I saw episode one in 1999, and I was 15. Yeah, I was 15. So mm-hmm. the excitement of seeing like a Star Wars film on the screen that was made for my generation i was happier than a pig and shit now there there's a couple things that are different where i'm like man that was shitty like i definitely have rose colored glasses onto it but i still watch the shit out of them and still love them <laughs> even though they're terrible films yeah it's it's i mean every time they're on tv i i will sit down and watch it for like 10 minutes hoping to see one of the good scenes from them right now one of the interesting things about the Mandalorian and a lot of the shows that I was reading about on Disney plus is that they're actually releasing them weekly, not doing like binge fests. So the Mandalorian is definitely going to be released weekly as opposed to dump all the episodes all at once. I struggle with that, but I I struggle with it too, but I think it's a, I think Disney's pretty much nipping things in the bud where they're like, Oh, here's a seven day free trial. And everybody binge watches the Mandalorian. Then they have a bunch of cancellations. So you're either going to have, a bunch of people subscribing up front, like myself, and just watch it weekly. Or you're going to have a lot of people subscribe at the end. Yeah. When, you know. And then, of course, you have everybody in between that's going to subscribe regardless because of everything else yeah. that's on it. I mean, the first thought for me when you said weekly was, thank fuck, because there's already so much shit that I'm trying to watch on Netflix and Amazon. Uh, right. That having something where I could just watch one episode a week on top of maybe three of other shows is better than getting involved in like an 18 fucking episode series or something and putting everything else on hold yeah and i i totally agree with that like you said trying to watch everything else that you're watching on top of it and having something that you know every once a week i can sit down and watch this and not have to worry about like especially if you have i have a lot of coworkers that like talking spoilers immediately like we're not like stranger things i was catching up on it and they were just like trying to spoil it outright and I'm sitting there telling everybody to shut up because they're they all binge watched it within, you know, an hour of it being released. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm going off the rails real quick. Oh, Did sure. you guys see Stranger Things is coming to Dead by Daylight? Yes. Uh, yep. Oh yep. man. <laughs> that's one that's one of those community plays I do want to try that really bad. Like that sounds like a toast is ridiculous it still fun on time. Game Pass? Is it? I right, think well. so. I, I bought it at launch because that's I love that sort of game. But I'm sure it was on Game Pass because I played with a bunch of the guys in the UK a couple yeah. of weeks back. That just sounds. Does it have Does it have the positional miking like or the the mic like uh, Friday the Thirteenth does? Uh, I've not fucked about with it in that way. It's mm. always just been in party because okay, it's the, when we played it, everybody was brand new, so I was sort gotcha. of in party to try and help talk them mm-hmm. through because there's a. Mm-hmm mechanics and stuff to it that would just fuck you but they were excited about it was like Kilto bought Ash because Ash from The Walking Evil Dead or whatever the yep. fuck is, is in it so 
Uh, it's definitely it's got a bunch of the things. I think there was like a Freddy yeah. thing as well. Like and Michael Myers. And now uh, Stranger Things. It's yeah. should be pretty cool. Yeah, that's definitely something we should we should all figure out a community play on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, other things from D twenty three that I saw were uh, Black Panther two is getting released in twenty twenty two. Yep. And then uh, Kid Harrington. You know, Jon Snow is joining the MCU, which I thought uh, was nuts. And then he's going to... he doing? Has it been announced? Uh, yeah, he's apparently he's going to play uh, Black Knight in The Eternals. Yeah, they had most of the cast there, I believe, and showed, yeah, what, concept? That. Somebody was talking about it on Discord, and I didn't realize that was a Disney thing. Yeah. Um, Shine in Discord, he loves... He absolutely loves Black Knight. Like, that's one of his favorite Marvel characters. I don't know a lot about the character, but, I mean, from from what he was, from his excitement for it, I can imagine that it's awesome casting from what, from how excited he was for it, so. But, yeah. I don't know. That's a Black Knight, some emotionless cunt. <laughs> no. no. I'm pretty no, sure that's his that. description. Right, yep, yeah. It's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just towards the end of Game of Thrones, he was just fucking. He was like a bit part almost. He barely <laughs> spoke and shit. I'm the Black Knight. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take down the bad guys. <laughs> right, so we covered. I'm sure I asked this the last time when all the movie, mm-hmm. like timeline thing came out in TV shows. But what is the Eternals? That that I think I same thing from last time. I'm not <laughs> big on like outside of main like Avengers and stuff like that and even like Spider-Man, Deadpool and stuff, I'm pretty casual when it comes to even those weird obscure comics. Yeah, on the, on the surface I would take just a guess that it's like a group of kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. Just yeah. some side off that's going to be brought into it. Alright, so it's just not fucking boy band. Some type <laughs> of protectors maybe. So, yeah, uh like I'm reading the Wikipedia, fictional race of humanoids appearing in American comic books. Um, they're described as an offshoot of evolutionary process that creates sentient life on Earth. So pretty much like you have normal people, and then you have these superheroes that are a byproduct of that. And one lifeless cunt, as Toast would put it. <laughs> yeah, one <laughs> lifeless cunt. Yeah. That well, that was just more about yeah. Harding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what. On on a scale of one to ten, ten being the best, what do you see the value of Disney Plus as it stands right now? If if it's if they're toting what it's saying, it's toting like I know a lot of people are complaining about the TV, like the new like original TV shows, but if you're talking about original animation, having like all the animated films on there, a lot of older content that isn't normally that gets locked away in a vault, and then. On top of that, having new original shows and stuff like that. Right now, before seeing the stuff, I would give it eight out of ten. So, is this what? How much did you say it was? Uh, eight, I think it's like seven dollars a month. Yeah, seven dollars. Is that like the four K HDR, or are they going to? Is that another bullshit like thing? Like I don't Netflix think it's. I don't think it's going to be a. I don't think it's going to be a bullshit add on. I think it's just. I think it's just going to be. You know, everything's one lump sum. Mm-hmm. Because right now, I'd probably. Have Netflix just ahead, even though that is a bullshit add-on for 4K, just because of the variety. Right. I think like Disney Plus is what kids, and then you've got comic and action. I'd 
you won't have much fucking drama or anything like that on it, will you? I just looked it up, Toast. Uh, Disney Plus will give you four simultaneous streams, 4K, and HDR for no extra cost. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. Right. So it's good value-wise, but as far as, like, priority, if I was choosing what to subscribe, I'd have Netflix just ahead right. for the variety. Right. Like you said, you can't... Uh, I, I will say, like, I know a lot of people are just... They get upset because Netflix not having the Disney stuff. They're like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, Netflix... Netflix has a lot of original content that was actually better than a lot of the Marvel stuff like Daredevil and things like that, in my opinion, even from the documentary standpoint. And so I I will definitely, this is definitely not like a be all end all. Like I don't need Netflix anymore. I'm definitely keeping Netflix. I'll keep my ad free Hulu and this will just be another one I add on top of it. Yeah. This, this is ultimately, it's going to save me money in the long run, having a kid that right. I probably buy yeah. one or two movies a month for. So, okay. Yeah, and so I mean, right there, it's you have already saved the money in buying those cartoons. Do you subscribe to cable at all, or no? Uh, no. This year, I switched over to the Hulu, and and then um, Netflix on top of that. Yeah. So I mean, even even having Netflix and Hulu and adding this on top of it, it's still going to be significantly cheaper than trying to find something with like premium programming, like mm-hmm. cable wise. How about you, Toast? Do you have cable at all, or no? Uh, no, no. I don't even pay the like the thing over here, the TV license for like the basic channel. I don't even pay that because so, I don't watch it. So what is that? What do you? I've heard that before. So what do you have? Is it just is that like all well, the UK has to do that or? It's the BBC. It's okay. to fund the BBC basically because okay. they're on Freeview or like Free AA or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you call it TV. So by paying the TV license, you get access to their watching their stuff live. And gotcha. Their, catch up hmm. and i mean bbc does make some fucking good stuff uh, right so like if i was watching it i would pay it but i don't i just fucking use netflix and amazon basically just now uh, right everything i watch is american made fucking most of the time gotcha but yeah i mean it's it's gonna be interesting to say the least i definitely i'm definitely excited for it i want to see like I'm excited for a lot of the new content, but I want to see what kind of original con or not original, but like older content they have. Like in terms of old Disney films, like if they're gonna have any like the old shorts on there, like the Mickey Mouse or like Disney shorts or you know Donald Duck shorts and things like that. I'm curious in terms of how how far back they're going into the vault. Toast, do you, do you know what the vault is? Uh, I know what a vault is. <laughs> the, is the, Dis- the Disney vault. No. Okay. This this is the times of being as old as Bob and I. That when Disney movies came out in like the classics, there would be nonstop commercials. This movie's coming out. Get it before it gets locked away in the vault. So they would essentially pressure you. You had to get it now because you don't know when it's ever coming back. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Films would get released and some of them would get released for a couple months some of them would get released for a couple years and then out of nowhere i guess to for them to not be like oversaturated or to not have a conflict with something else they would stop producing it and they would quote unquote lock it back into the vault and you know essentially like you wouldn't be able to outside of illegally downloading it or like when netflix had their agreement with disney like streaming it there was no other way to get a hold of it 
So is this like really old movies, or is it? I mean, uh, Disney for me, when I think about it, is like probably Aladdin, Lion King. Yeah, like a lot of their animated, a lot of their animated films get locked back into the Disney vault. Now you're not talking like they'll never lock away like MCU stuff or anything like that. Yeah, and that's why if you ever look up the old Disney VHS movies, that there's so many different variations of when they were released that there's a massive market for resale on those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, there's only, what, five or six years between me and you, Bob? Yeah. So it's probably just the culture. Like, yeah. I don't, it wasn't on TV over here. Right. The same way. I'm sure I would have seen it otherwise. You did have, oh, yeah, you did have Blobby, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Blobby. Blobby pulled us through. The <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Blobby, for saving us. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's... Mr. Blobby and Mr. Bean, what else do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll, t- I'll take Mr. Bean. Yeah, it's it's yeah, that's exactly it. It's not a, it's not an age difference. It's definitely at this point it'd be a culture difference in terms yeah. of like how things were advertised and what was because for us it was definitely like eighties cartoons. Like you know, did you guys have like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff there? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I can't remember them. I mean, going back to the Star Wars thing you were talking about, right. you were fifteen. I think I was nine. Yeah. So I just what I was just before actually really caring, right? When it first came out, whereas for you that was like the prime time to watch it, right? And so uh, yeah, I mean it's it it's that kind of stuff. It culturally like when I was a kid, you know, back in the eighties, it was they weren't here in the United States. You weren't allowed to advertise toys or like you weren't allowed to advertise commercials during children's cartoons. So their way around that was to make. 30 minute fucking commercials via the cartoons that we watch Thundercats and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, those are all based on toy lines. They're not original content and then they made toys for it. They were like, oh, we made these toys. How can we advertise them? I got it. Like, let's make a 30 minute cartoon. And what was the thing with Tracy? I... Dick Tracy? Was that over there? Dick Tracy? Uh, you've got like, I think it was like special vehicles one, two, three, and four. Yeah. Or like, uh, is that a thing? Oh uh, yeah, what there was. Uh, yeah, Dick Tracy was over here. They so is that just a toy line that got show made for it? No, that, that was, was a comic. Uh, yep, Dick Tracy was a comic, and then they made the uh, what was it, the Warren Beatty movie back in the eighties. Oh man, I wish I had that to our list. Right, and so that's uh, yeah, and it's just it's the nostalgia part of me, and then just being able to remember all this bullshit that, but that's the way it was like back then, and. So I got, and then here it was just, I mean, even if you look up like toy stores back in the eighties, they were just like this overabundance of stuff everywhere. And so that's how I got, you know, you would see all like all your favorite characters that you just saw in a cartoon that in right in a toy store. And so it's just, it got to the point where I was like, oh, these are all really cool. And then watching them all recently too, it's just, yeah, I just stayed addicted to it. <laughs> Uh, was there anything else from Disney? Because I forgot we've got Gamescom as well. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing from Disney. Uh, do you have anything from Gamescom you want to share? Yeah, I've got just a rundown of the right. inside show, so we'll go through. All right. Cool. Uh, first thing was Game Pass additions. Uh, so, AJ Empires came with Game Pass for PC. Nice. Uh, uh, Devil May Cry Five came, and Stellaris came for console. Like the same day of the show, sort of thing. Uh, 
you tried the move for me cry didn't you Gag? yeah i tried it for just a bit uh, I've, I've installed it but i've not tried it yet uh i've never played devil may cry i don't think really neither is one this, you have oh i play really? i played the first old? one oh you haven't played devil may cry holy crap is this an okay one to jump in on or? um yeah it's it's okay they uh they like there's it's some of the like the throwbacks and stuff where it's like you know more fan servicey but the plot and everything is all you're not looking at a continuation or anything so you're just jumping into it. i just i'm surprised because like that just seems like your kind of game uh, uh well i'd probably get in yeah i'm sure it's yeah. just that series i never got like got my attention at first yeah, yeah to me to me it plays like how god of war used to play mm-hmm. i mean god of war 4 or whatever it was is technically my first one as well i yeah. never played the beat em up one oh, okay. it was like oh man miss some some gems there. You need to go back and play. No, I've been tempted to go back and get the collection thing that's on PlayStation because I'm sure I would enjoy it. Yeah. But I've ended up because I loved God of War so much. I went back and watched like the play uh, playthroughs and stuff, so I know everything that happened. Nice. Like, so I was up to date with the lore and that. Uh, yeah, because especially and then, yeah, especially God of War because like God of War Four doesn't doesn't pull any punches in terms of like what you're supposed to know. Like, it doesn't explain anything to you. Yeah, I mean, when you get to that, what, three-quarter, 60% right. sort of stage, and you get the weapons, like, yep. they're brand new, looking. I didn't, well, I knew from watching some stuff in the build-up what they were, but I'd imagine that's a lot more, has a lot more of an effect if you played the other ones. I was I was blown away by that part, because I wasn't expecting to see those again. So I was yeah. like, I was just like, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> yeah. uh, what else came? Uh Kingdom Come Deliverance. That's like Skyrim simulator version. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, pr- good, but it's difficult. Uh, that's that came as of the twenty second, which is what Friday or something. Along yeah. with Ape Out, which I think organically they looked of. Uh, yeah, if you if you download that and check it out, let me know because I believe it's only on Switch outside of I, PC, and it looks really neat. I played the yeah, demo of it's, it. It's one of these sort of ones where you've just got to make your way through, isn't it? And yeah. Kind of like Hotline Miami. guards and live, yep. see how far you can make it. Yeah. yeah, and it's really cool because, like, the when you... Actually, no, I, I won't spoil it for you. Play it. I, I won't say anything. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, okay, no, no. Just play it. It's really neat. You'll like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And something else that got some people excited in Discord, but I've got no idea what it is, is Bard's Tale. Oh, yeah, four. they're making a new one. Uh, it's coming. I don't know if it's for the new one or it's just launching day and date. Or uh, actually, no. let me see. I think... I don't know if it's a new one or not. I I know a lot of people like it because it's like a, pretty much like Diablo, but it's like a comedy Diablo. <laughs> All right. Like an isometric view, like top-down. Yeah, I'd maybe enjoy that. Yeah. So you look that up. The only other thing for Game Pass was Blair Witch, uh, which we already knew was coming. Uh, but that's the thirtieth that comes. So fucking. Well, that's the time you listen to this. It'll be a couple of days away. Man, that's that's gonna be a huge game for Mixer. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just because so many people will want to watch it, but won't want to play it themselves. Yeah, it's uh, good. Good move. That's by the them. sort of game that I love. Uh, well, if it. As anything like Outlast, Outlast Two was pretty shit compared to the first one. Really, I 
I didn't know that. Dude, I can't do that spooky shit, man. <laughs> really? You never played? You didn't play like Resident Evil Seven or anything like that? Like the first half of no. Resident Evil Seven? Oh no. That was that was the first game in a long time that game gave me legit anxiety playing. It. I uh, played the <laughs> kitchen VR demo. Oh, <laughs> that was about off the same engine or something, wasn't it? Basically, for yeah, yeah, uh, the Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. I, I put I put the VR headset on my mom one time. She was watching my daughter over the summer, mm-hmm. and put it on her and put that demo on, and then. My daughter's so like sick and twisted. She's like poking my mom's legs as she's like getting <laughs> knifed. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe you mean that's fucking great. <laughs> and then halfway through, she took it off. She's like, I, I can't do this. Um, side note: What's fascinating about that engine that Resident Evil Seven runs on? Devil May Cry Five runs on that same engine. Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty spectacular. Pretty like, style. yeah, it's a super versatile engine that Capcom came up with. And so you're like, when you guys play Devil May Cry 5, just remember, like, Resident Evil 7 is built off of the same engine. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else was there? The Gears news. Uh, they basically showed off the Horde stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's ultimate abilities getting added to Horde. Hmm. Uh, so, like, you've got one that's like a stealth class so that she can, like, ghost out if she gets too caught up and shit. Oh, uh, cool. Can't remember what the other ones were to be honest, but they also showed that there was uh, two Halo. Is it? <laughs> I don't know what Halo they're from, but two Halo characters are coming and playable. Oh, from mode. Reach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. That it. <laughs> yeah, it's like one that's got like a overshield. It looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. I the can't remember the names off the top of my head. No, nah, but it was like a dude with like, a space helmet, like that Halo sort of helmet, like the big. Dome one nice. uh, that was in reach I had the overshield thing, I think. Uh, what else from? I mean, Age of Empires 2 got a release date as well at the show, and that's coming to Game Pass for PC whenever that comes out uh, November 14th. Uh, I've downloaded the first one because that came, but I've not booted it up yet. Uh, that's. I wish that I just want fucking red alert. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Gears Pop. <laughs> is... um, there was a couple. There was a couple things at Gamescom that I saw. Uh, of course, every time I get hyped up for this shit, and I know that EA is going to somehow fuck me one way or the other. Um, Need for Speed Heat. I don't know if you saw the trailer for it. I did it see that. Much, it has very much like a Need for Speed Underground type vibe. To Man, it. that's the last uh, Need for Speed I liked. And the uh, same. And so I'm just like, oh shit. Have you ever played any of the Need for Speed games? Uh, early ones, I'm sure. Yes. So, Underground is pretty much like the Fast and the Furious. Like, when Fast and the Furious is really big, they released Need for Speed Underground, which is like pretty much instead of going over and tweaking out like just regular cars, you're actually just trying to soup up all these different, uh, different import cars and everything and make them all like have neon lights and different rims and all these big bright paints and stuff, but that's when they started switching up like race variety and everything and making it all different. And it was a fantastic game. And ever since then, Need for Speed hasn't been the same. And then better games came out like Forza. Yeah. Like racing stuff is never like since driver. I don't okay. think I've been hyped for a racing game. Oh man, driver. Anyway. Going back. Like OG, like OG driver. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> like, yep. 
Oh shit. Yeah, things like that. It's the last time I actually cared about like car based games coming out. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, did you guys see uh, I looked at the Digital Foundry video because of Gamescom they showed it off. The Witcher Three running on Switch? I did watch a little bit of that. Um, uh, they I pulled off a miracle. I'm fucking thoroughly shocked. It's and also it's one of the first games that's gonna run on Nintendo's thirty two gig card. Like their actual like game card. Oh nice. What are they yeah. char- what are they charging uh, the developers for that one? I I don't know. <laughs> I know they they delayed them for a little while, but yeah, that's supposed to be the bigger version of their game card and they're saying that all the content from everything from The Witcher Three is gonna be on that card. Wow. I'm trying to think what else was uh, about the Xbox game called a light. Uh, the Gears, not the Gears of War. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. They showed off the PvP stuff in that. Oh shit. And they've added some sort of battle royale element. Mm. Like it's still 4v4. Okay. But your, the map's shrinking as you fucking play as well. Hmm. Uh, now is that more I mean, like. Is that like the Rainbow Six stuff? Like not like. Like the regular, like going to a house? Well, it's like that, but it's wide open maps oh. at the same time as well. Like, because you're in the jungle or whatever the fuck it is, you're on that like, private island. It, it, uh, is it going to be one of those games where we're going to play for like seven seconds again and we're going to get fucking shot by you? <laughs> uh, nah, I no, don't think so. No, nah. it'll be, be alright. You'll let me play uh, for a couple more minutes this time. <laughs> but one of the games, PUBG, uh, is getting console cross play, they announced. And the first map's getting like a full upgrade, like a visual up- update sort of thing. Yeah, only took them, only took them what, two years? <laughs> uh, I have, well, how long is I don't know yeah. how long it's actually been out. Right. This is, the launch is season four, basically, mm. so it's probably only been out fully, like coming on a year now, I'd say, if it's seasons are usually like a three month thing, usually. Fuck knows. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Fucking, they showed Destiny 2. They had Bungie back on stage for once at a Microsoft thing. Nice. Which was a big deal for a lot of Xbox fans, I'm guessing. Uh, but they didn't really show anything too interesting. They just showed off some of the finishing moves, sort of thing. If I remember right. Uh, but uh, the cross play for that went live. Oh, not cross play, the cross save has went live. So. Once that free thing launches, I'll be I'll be getting it on PC, so I can play a little bit on PC or Xbox. Nice. I think Kabowski's got his characters, so he can. He was on PS4, mm. uh, but you can come over to Xbox and stuff and play with us. Oh, uh, wait a minute! So the crossplay works for either console? Cross save or cross save? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's but, yeah. Cool. Any platform you can go between now, basically. That's fucking so awesome. Have your characters on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. That's that's the kind of shit that you need because, like, I'm a big PS4 player. Like, I wish other games would do that too because I have done that where I played a PS4 version of a game and then playing with you guys and everything. You're like, get the Xbox version and I'll play the multiplayer stuff, but starting over sucks. Like, I don't mind playing the game on a different console, but starting over sucks. Yep. Yeah, and so that's pretty fucking cool. Yep. I mean, for me, it means I can raid with, but raid ready character sort of thing with the group that I know on PC or the group that I know on Xbox, depending on who's around and things like that. Right. Instead of the fucking, like, I can't even imagine having to 
grind up three characters to yeah. raid level in an R platform, and then what if I get this drop on fucking PC, but I don't get it on Xbox? Oh, you, shit like, that. You, like you said, and from from what I was reading with you guys, I don't play a lot of Destiny if at all. And seeing how much you got, how much work you guys put into it to get a drop, I couldn't imagine playing it on one, and especially if it's a character that you don't have like your full heart into it and they get the rare drop that your other character doesn't get and i i would just be raging <laughs> yeah yeah that's but that uh, should be good going forward nice uh, well that was the xbox side of things i, don't, I didn't pay attention to anything else uh, so i was wrapping up work yeah, i think uh kojima got to show that sony just let him do whatever the fuck he wanted Oh yeah, because uh, uh, I heard you've got like a P meter or something. Yeah, it is a multi-button P control. Oh, that's for, force and arch, I think is force and arch. But I think Jesus they said something Christ. like it doesn't matter what what way Norma Reedus is facing, you can't see his dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah. Sony's just like here's a bunch of money, like do what you want, Kojima. And and Jeff Keighley's in it. Yeah. Oh, did the Insomniac announcement that was up? Yeah. During Gamescom. Yeah. yeah, that was a Gamescom, yep. So, so they've, Sony have got exclusive, or well, they've bought Insomniac now, so Ugh. I'm guessing everything going forward will be yeah, exclusive from them. That one's not shocking. Yeah. It's, it's cool from the standpoint that I, sometimes with Microsoft, like they buy companies and I think sometimes they want the development teams rather than want the actual company itself. And so you have a lot of people that, or, or they'll buy companies and they won't do anything with their IPs. Like everybody's begging for a new Banjo-Kazooie and they haven't made one since the 360 and they have no intentions of, they haven't said any kind of intentions of making another one. And with Sony, Sony, a lot of times they'll buy companies, like they'll buy like Insomniac or something and they'll just be the money. All right, we're gonna leave you alone. Build us another Ratchet and Clank, or, or whatever, and we'll just leave you alone and do what you gotta do. Like Sony Santa Monica with God of War, like they just said the Sony was there to help them, but they didn't control anything creatively, in terms of what they wanted. Yeah, I mean it will be good that we know there's a Spider-Man sequel coming with as much attention to detail because right. it's. If it had, I could well before them buying this. I wouldn't have thought it was impossible to get Spider-Man on both consoles and not get as much fucking, what do you call, polish or whatever. Right. Because it was going across a couple of consoles or something. Because, well, I don't know what the exclusivity deal was, but when they seen the success of Spider-Man, I'm sure if they had that option, they would want it on every platform they could to make the money before right. they got bought sort of thing. Yeah, it's... It's a shame we'll never see a Sunset Overdrive too. That was that was my that was what I was just about to say. I'm curious if Insomniac owns the rights to Sunset Overdrive or Microsoft. Microsoft, right? I believe it does it because yeah. Insomniac was very open to hey, we we would love the chance. It's Microsoft's call though. Ah, uh, okay. But I'm uh, curious to see if Microsoft kind of like Alan Wake, just time goes by and they just let him have it. Yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's crazy to me is that like with Alan Wake instead of developing another one or letting them try to develop another one you're just like meh we don't want it anymore you can have it and it's it's yeah sometimes it's disheartening 
and I'm just glad that I'm just glad that Sony like we all saw it coming anyway. But I'm glad that Sony yoked up Insomniac before anybody else did. Yeah, I imagine they'll spin up a couple teams. There's probably going to be a core group that's doing Spider-Man since everything's pretty much built in that. Yeah. Uh, I think, see, for all the people that didn't like Sunset Overdrive, I don't think you would have had Spider-Man be anywhere near as good as it was if uh, Sunset never existed. Absolutely. That's a 100% agree with that. Playing, Playing Sunset Overdrive with you guys that one time, not multiplayer, but just all of us playing through it, like playing it, and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Could see like the yep. foundation for all the movement yep. sort of stuff in Spider-Man and yep. there." Yeah, you just see all like that, and how smooth of a transition it was. It just sucks because, like you guys said, like Sunset Overdrive from a game standpoint was very, very original, and so like not being able, possibly not getting a sequel to that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the world, like, right? But uh, would I like to see it down the line? Right. Uh, that's just reminded me though. Did somebody, oh, is it THQ Nordic or something, talk about time splitters? Yeah, yeah, that was another thing they said. Uh, Castle was like flipping out about that one. Oh, that's one of Toast's favorite yeah. games. <laughs> yep, I think. Well, f- I think that was one of the first sort of shooters I played on consoles mm. that I got into. Uh, so that's got a special spot for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game's gonna be if if it's. If it keeps the same amount of speed that the original did, that game's going to be ballistic. With the tight quarters just running around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing they did show that I watched a little bit of is uh, they showed off more uh, gameplay for Marvel's Avengers. The uh, Was it the Square Enix game that's coming out soon? Or next year? And I'm I'm excited for it, but it still looks pretty generic to me it's not super like it's not really wowing me you know what i mean yeah yeah well yeah. i think uh oof. yeah i'm we just need to push the mario thing back again because yeah. that's yeah. going to be in our fucking <laughs> half oh hour how fucking shit. convenient <laughs> <laughs> oh i got gamescom to talk about oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the Mario review has to be pushed back. Oh no! I'm actually this is working against me because I'm going to have to rewatch it because <laughs> it's been so fucking long. Good. Uh, nah, I just think uh, this obviously with Disney and then Gamescom, it's been a bit fucking busier. So next yeah. week, I'll be back to quiet, and it's before, just before Gears and stuff like that. Yeah. And all this games start dropping, so. We're gonna start right off of the podcast, right with the Super Mario Bros. reveal. No, no semantics on how we're doing or anything. We're gonna play out that reveal like it's a quiet week. Why don't we just? What's that? It's a quiet week. Just do that. Have the fucking review as the episode. That's fine. I mean, I was only kidding, but sure. Now I'm gonna have to rewatch it again. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Uh, But we are gonna do the giveaway thing. Uh, Be go out on Twitter. it's basically just going to be a tweet to retweet, follow, and comment what country you're from, sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and then it'll just be a random selection, fucking based on where you're from, and you'll get a prize, UK and US based, yep. uh, just to try grow numbers and expose the podcast, basically. Yep. Uh, make Bob do some work on the social media. Yeah, I got it. Uh, 
<laughs> do some work. No, you, well, with well, you started up an Instagram, didn't you? Yep. You can find it at the Complete Geeks. Cool. Hey. Uh, is that the same as the Twitter handle? Uh, the Twitter handle is at Complete Geeks. No, the. Jeez. Making it easy <laughs> on everybody. <I'm> trying to. <laughs> Uh, we might change the Instagram handle then because yeah. the Twitter handle can't be that because it's already taken it's all malleable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go take it up right now and just put a bunch of dick pics on there yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah. Uh, but links to whatever social media we do have will be on the show notes and so the discord link that's where all the talk goes through the week uh, and I think we'll sort of uh, We'll check if Dead by Daylight's on Game Pass and we'll set up a community play for that maybe next weekend. Yeah. Or this coming weekend as you listen to it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> playing Dead by Daylight with you is it going to be something else. <laughs> or or if we switch over to Friday the 13th. Yeah, fuck Dead by Daylight, fuck Stranger Things. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right, Let me is be that... that little Asian survivor on Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what what <laughs> voice was that? That sounded uh, like a banjo voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said you wanted a whole podcast of voices. I got it. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's no. it. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a Mario episode next week, unfortunately. <laughs> At least it gives people one that they can just skip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up this is the Mario episode we're going to start this in about 10 seconds if you want to skip just skip now yep alright well that's us we'll see you next week yep. alright see, All right. see you, you.